So I'm back after a break, an extended break. I was going through a hiring process, got a job as an engineer. So that's pretty awesome. Um, I'm working as an integration engineer at Stellantis. So that's a big uh, car manufacturer. They um, have a bunch of brands like Jeep, uh, Ram, Maserati, Chrysler. And yeah, so it's pretty awesome. I'm gonna be an integration engineer, testing software. So when there's a new feature, you know, run some basic tests, make sure things are working right. So it's pretty cool, pretty excited. I'm gonna be working on that. Yeah, it feels good to be finally employed. It's been uh, years since the last uh, engineering job. Let's see, almost four years. So yeah, during that time, I was questioning, like, is this something I can keep doing? Because I just keep applying to jobs over and over again, get interviews, but nothing comes through. Is it because of COVID? Should I be landing a job anyway, even despite COVID? Am I just not smart? Am I, how am I going to, you know, move forward in life? And then even doubting whether I should change the career. So I talked about that in a couple of podcasts in the past. And uh, yeah, it's funny, things just change. As soon as you get the job, so far it's been good. So, yeah, I don't know how my thoughts on that will change, but pretty sure they will. Only time will tell. So, yeah, so far it's all good. Employed, um, full-time, and uh, having that income is a relief. I can start planning for future, you know, in terms of investments and, um, you know, where to live and stuff like that. So yeah, it's been awesome. So that's a big reason why the podcast hasn't been updated for over a month. I mean, that's kind of the reason, but I guess the main reason is I've been lazy. And uh yeah, struggling to get guests or thinking about what to say. But things have kind of calmed down. So anyway, here's the next one, number 51. I uh, just finished reading a book, maybe last week or two weeks ago. It's the David Goggins book, Can't Hurt Me. I read it pretty quick in about two or three days. It's his uh, life story from childhood until present time, which at the release of the book was 2018 or somewhere around that time. So he talks about growing up, getting into military, ultra marathon running. And it's, uh, it's pretty cool because I've seen him on 
line on YouTube in podcasts and video clips. So his way of speaking is in my mind when I'm reading the book. So I actually read it um, just to be clear, not listening to the audiobook, which is read by him as far as I know. And uh, yeah, it's funny when you read things like I read it in my own voice in my own pace, but it's like a mix of the way I read and the way I've heard him talk. Anyway, the way it read was like the way he talks. So it was cool. It was like having an intense conversation with someone, if, except you're just reading a monologue basically, because it only goes one way. But um, yeah, what I got out of that was that it's a, it's a book about perseverance and also I don't know what to say, like dealing with your demons, I guess is a good way to put it. Like whatever doubts you have or, or things that drive you or trauma. In many examples, he didn't let that defeat him in the long term. For example, running a hundred kilometer or maybe it was a mile, I think it was a mile, a hundred mile race for the first time with pretty much no formal marathon or ultra marathon running training. He even talks about it in the book. Like, I don't want to spoil it, but that attempt um, has some pretty bad consequences. So like basically he goes to the hospital so but somehow he gets it done which um, I guess you could say it's kind of dumb but from the perspective when you read it it's like hey I did it like you know I said I do it and I did it so there's something to be said about doing something that has harmful consequences but you got to do it anyway but yeah that kind of goes into the essence of being a person in difficult situations you can give in or just fight through so it's definitely inspiring um it's definitely a book i would want to go back to sometime since i've read it first the first time all the way through pretty quickly i can kind of take my time the second time because the anticipation isn't driving the read it's more about reflecting on the first time you read it what you know and trying to glean something else from it i I also saw moon knight that's a disney plus series that just uh released its last episode a couple weeks ago it's a story about a man with uh, multiple personalities that are distinct from each other, meaning they don't know about each other. But as the show moves on, they meet each other and are aware of each other. And he's also possessed by an Egyptian god. Maybe possessed is not the right word, but yeah, whatever. So it's pretty cool. 
Yeah, I really like that. Um, the story is cool. When I was a younger, probably around when I was 10 or something, we had a whole unit on e Egypt and mummies and pharaohs and things like that in class and school. So I got really into it. I think I bought this giant book of Egypt stuff. So yeah, watching a story based on Egyptian lore. I don't know if lore is the right word, but it was cool. I don't know how much of it is fictional and how much is based on um, real life mythology, but so far, you know, Disney Plus series are always on point. There's a cliffhanger at the end of every episode. This one had six episodes. They're pretty good at introducing characters and plots, building up the story, anticipation. I like the video. I mean, uh, I like the audio editing. It's awesome. So yeah, that's definitely something to rewatch at some point. I also saw this movie, Deja Vu. It's an old movie from 2006 with Denzel Washington. It's like an action thriller with a bit of sci-fi in it. Funny thing is, after I watched the movie, I really liked it. But I went to the Wikipedia page and uh, saw, apparently, even the director and maybe some of the producers weren't happy with the end result. But, eh, whatever. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool because it was sci-fi, but it was mostly action. So I don't know if it's because I'm watching it, what is it, like 16 years after? that it's cool because the most sci-fi movies I've seen are like all sci-fi, but this was an action thriller with a bit of sci-fi. So anyway, it's pretty cool. It's a story about a officer. I think it's an ATF officer in the US who comes to the scene of a, what turns out to be a terrorist um explosion and uh he's trying to find the person who did that and as he does this as he was looking for this person he gets pulled into this group where they can peer into the past and then you know, then it brings up this whole question of, hey, can I stop the crime before it happens? So it's mostly an action thriller, but it's cool because there's a sprinkle of sci-fi. I also watched this movie called The Contractor. It's a Chris Pine movie on Amazon Prime. It's a pretty cool, you know, like standard action thriller. I've been into those movies lately. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're trying to watch something like groundbreaking, that's not that as far as my experience of it, but it was pretty solid. Like, I was interested in the whole thing from start to finish. Um, there were a couple of plot twists I didn't see coming. I don't know, it's been a while, so I don't remember. But I think overall, like from start to finish, it was pretty cool. Yeah. I like the genre, so I think they did a good job. I'd definitely watch it again. And then keeping on the movie kind of
kind of theme, Death on the Nile. That was a good whodunit. You know, it moves pretty quickly. Kind of like a classic story of you trying to figure out who the killer is. But the way I watched it, the story's like one step ahead. So a couple of things I kind of guessed, but I think that's what makes a good movie. Like you can, you might be able to guess some things, but not everything. So that's how it kind of went. So I enjoyed that. It's pretty awesome. I wonder if they're going to do any more because they already did the first one, Mortar on the Orient Express. Um, that ending, the ending of that movie was kind of weird, but you know, I don't know. Did it ruin the movie the way it ended to find out who the killer was? I feel like that's uh, either you liked it or you didn't. If you look at it and you don't consider the ending, it's pretty good. Like the build up and the suspense was good and made sense. But the conclusion, I guess I could live with it, you know?